0: This is Movie Club podcast. This is me, Aaron, and I'm here with my mother, Lisa. Hello. And on this episode, we are going to talk about the Swiss Army Man, uh, which came out uh, this year, uh, 2016, and it was uh, written and directed by the Daniels, two guys who happen to bear the same first name, and they just decided to call themselves together the Daniels. And this is strange weird uh, little movie about a uh, a man who uh, in the in the very beginning of the movie wants is going to kill himself because he's deserted in a in an island by himself for apparently a very long time and then he happens to know this dead body on the beach and uh, who which starts farting and this encounter with this uh, corpse Takes this man into a very weird, fantastic, uh, immature, imaginary and surreal journey of self-discovery in a way. And it's like, to, to everybody that I met, it's like uh, they asked me like, oh, "What is this with our man about?" and everything. And I always start like uh, describing it as like, "Well, you know, Daniel Radcliffe from Harry Potter, and he's." Yeah, yeah, I know that Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, Yeah. okay. So he's he plays a a dead body, and specifically a farting dead body. (laughs) And everybody's always like, "What the hell is that all about?" (laughs) And that's how people are kind of introduced to the movie, and that's how I first learned to know about the movie. And it's kind of a big joke, also, like throughout the internet going around that Harry Potter is a farting dead body in this weird new movie. But the actors and the filmmakers couldn't be happier and proud of their own movie, and there and for a good reason because I think this is one of the most original movies I've seen in a long time, and it's an example of a whole of that American filmmaking that has really gotten into that creative core and kind of. Uh, and it's kind of a pu- pure, hearted, uh, imaginary filmmaking that just takes the weirdest original ideas and just wants to make something totally extraordinary out of it.
1: I, I think that, that this movie is full of feelings. And that yeah. makes it so huma- hu- humane.
2: Yeah.
1: And that's what uh, draws everybody to it. In fact, of course, the comedy and so on. But comedy, it can be like seeing which you just laugh and go home. But this stays with you.
0: Yeah, there's so much, like you said, emotions. And it's very pure and it's very uh, honest. You know, like, it's it's really so honest movie. It's really goes like confronting about kind of those emotions. It's a very kind of... uh, kind of yeah very confronting in that sense like it's kind of uh, puts you into the front seat of of those issues kind of what those characters go through and and in some ways what you are going through also when you're watching the movie because um like i said of how you describe this movie to other people and how they kind of you know their first reactions are always kind of baffling and weird and kind of like i don't really understand what how to take this movie and that was really my reaction also like when I saw the trailer the first time I really didn't know really what to expect from it and I didn't really thought like maybe I wouldn't like it so much because I don't like so much body language body humor and farting humor and dick jokes and
2: you know
1: yeah, yeah. All and this, this one is stuff is full of it Yeah, it's full it can of it, be yeah. described also in that way that uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a body human, but, uh, but this is done in a very feeling way yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But that, that's the thing like if, when, when I saw the trailer um, I felt like I'm not I don't know if I'm going to like this so much uh, like it just sounds so it felt so you know like uh, disconnected and kind of like oh that's very crazy, but then I, I, then I heard reviews, uh, read reviews, and people were really starting to talk like, you have to really see this movie, you have to go out and you go and see it, it's really quite amazing, and I, and I, then I kind of started to get like, courage, like, okay, maybe I have to check this out, like, maybe there's something in there that, that, and I started to get intrigued, and when I started watching it, and when you get through the first parts of the movie, I was really baffled and kind of like, I don't, what the hell? You know, like, your natural reaction to it is very, um, that it's strange and bewildering, you know? But then throughout the movie, I was so, I I really was kind of shocked and surprised how much I was getting into the movie, into the characters and how much heart there was in there. And I really started to warm up and kind of, You know, get emotional about it because Mm. it was getting so real and so wonderful, and yeah, and and it's so strange how they are able to the Daniels how they are able to do that uh, transition from from that dumb, weird first idea of the movie and the premise of how it starts and making it into something so amazingly beautiful.
1: And so intense it's you are involved throughout you're mm-hmm. sitting and you seat and you are not bored for a second and you're not thinking this is like something like yeah. nothing but it's it grips you till yeah. the end, and in the end, you feel great, you feel great when you finish,
0: yeah. So what was your experience like going in? Into-
1: yeah, okay. So I want to tell this. It's a wonderful experience. It was. It's no. I first wanted to see it because you told me. You hinted me that that's a movie you really want to see, and just that. You didn't say anything else.
0: Yeah, that Nothing I was also else. interested in it. Like I didn't see it yeah. back then, but yeah, like that, did, that, that's yeah. Very so
1: interesting. I know that when you say something that you're interested, I go, I want immediately to see because it has never failed. Mm. So, so um, I bought the ticket and then later, after that, I only wanted to see with me zombie movies. Mm. And they was going this uh, <laughs> yeah. festival, the Avan Anarchy Festival in Helsinki. yeah, and so we ha- one, was, I was immediately excited. I like new things. I'm ready for anything. So yeah. I wanted to see with him the all the zombie movies. and so we went to some. And so I told Oli that this also is a zombie movie. Would you come to it? <laughs> and he said, okay.
0: You sold it yeah, in the right it's way. It's
1: <laughs> a zombie movie. He came. <laughs> okay. But I, for me, movie is a movie. It's not a vampire, move, you, vampire you like, a movie, a zombie it's movie. It's like you
0: tricked him to come, you know. like
1: Yeah, don't know maybe. If, you know, think he would have come
0: mm-hmm. if he would have heard, oh, it's about a farting corpse.
1: Well, I told him it's about the party before, ah, but yeah? Okay. yeah, but that, that it's a zombie. <laughs> it's, a came a zombie it's, a, it's a zombie movie. It's a zombie movie, and uh, so we went to the Love and Anarchy festival and to this this day. Uh, luckily, he got the ticket also because it was sold to the end. the, mm. the theater was packed.
0: But that's very usual in the festivals.
1: Yeah, like all the, the all yeah. the thing, uh, the the movies were sold out. Mm-hmm. and I, I love that I really love that and so we went to it and the reaction of the people in the festival of course was very very receptive everybody laughed and yeah, you know and great. they were living through it the whole thing and I love that really that you you love the movie and you concentrate on that and you not just sit like some Consumer audience with popcorn and boring and so yeah. on. So, some action film. So, so it was wonderful. Mm. Uh, yeah. And they, <laughs> so by the way, I had beside me a, I think, Japanese man. Yeah. Yeah. And, he was living through it, and laughing a lot <laughs> and doo and everything. And then the next day, I went to see. This is, by the way, now I'm telling you something extra. Next yeah. day, I went to see um, a Japanese animation by Ghibli Studio Ghibli. So he sat beside me, also there.
2: Oh, the so same
1: that's guy. So that's why I think he's Japanese because he must have understood the language. And so we started to talk even. Oh. By that time. And uh, he talked straight Finnish. Wow. He was born Finnish. He mm. talked to me. He, he splashed the water on himself, on the bottle, <laughs> and he started to, to talk to me. And he, he was like a born Finnish, he talked. But I he know. probably understood also Japanese. So anyway, it's wonderful to see the people, also know all kinds of people mm. who, are, who have a common interest yeah. when you come. And so we're seeing this, this fucking zombie. <laughs> man <laughs> and and loved it and and I'm so happy that Oli also loved it, yeah, very much. It must have been a good experience, for yeah, him. not just action uh, thriller also. it's really
2: awesome that's
0: so amazing that all three of us loved it, like I kind of find that very fascinating that we can all kind of because i don't know if we any of us are really like because it's so the movie is so juvenile. It's so naive and childish in a way, you know, like the, the humor in it. Yeah. And everything. And if, it, just based on those, I don't, I, I still don't like those things, really. Like, like,
1: like. Yeah, it depends on the way it's done.
0: Yeah. And the Daniels have, the um, the directors of this movie, they are really, really master filmmakers in that sense. Like, I was so kind of surprised after the whole journey of how they have been able to transform me as a viewer and been totally uh sucked into this this whole drama of these characters and i think uh to be able to make something so stupid and so dumb you know because the premise itself is again it's it's so kind of they deliberately they, they told themselves that they wanted to make the film about stupid ideas kind of they they are kind of creative process is to take uh, put down all kind of ideas and things and then kind of there's a challenge in how to how to make that into that 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 kind of dumb idea into something beautiful into something that works and that's kind of their what they were excited about in this movie Because I heard that from Daniel Radcliffe said, like in one interview, that one of the directors apparently doesn't even really like himself farting humor and body humor and dick shows like that. Mm. So even themselves, they were kind of challenging themselves to overcome that challenge of enjoying the making of the film, you know, to to make it something good, you know.
1: This, uh, the Daniels are master movie makers, and yeah. it's amazing because they're young guys who have not much experience, probably, in the all, all this film business, and so they make a masterly film, which is going to be classic.
0: First. Yeah, well, they this is their first movie. Oh ah, yeah, this <laughs> is their first. <laughs> Yeah, this is their first like. Let's say okay, it, this is their first future-length movie, but it, they have done like dozens of uh, music videos before,
1: uh-huh, yeah. and they
0: and short films. So they have like uh, and they everything they do together. Um, they are like a team and. So, they have a lot of experience in music videos and but in But they're short very films, original. Kind of like written. where where Missel Country and Spike Jones came
1: from. Ah, yes, they yes. They also did yeah.
0: music videos first and then they started making movies. Yeah, and yeah. you can see that same. Yeah. Actually, me and my friend uh, Dimitri, we also very much found the comparison with Missel Country and Spike yes. Jones with their kind of handcrafted way yeah. of filmmaking and very kind of more old fashioned. Old, yeah. uh, old school filmmaking. I
1: noticed did. that too.
0: Yeah, and a lot of practical effects, a lot of practical,
1: yeah,
0: like uh, filmmaking on on set and everything like that. So you can see that, and, you, and when when you look at when you think about like their music videos, the ones that I have seen, it's they are very fast-paced, very fast editing have a huge amount of energy and they're kind of you can see that same kind of juvenile naiveness in 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 them and that's you if then if you think about that you can really see that same that natural transition to this film where you know this film feels a lot like elements of music video you know Mm -hmm. how it's paced out perfectly with music and with the emotion and feeling and it's kind of like sequences that just kind of flow really wonderfully into each other and there's fast, slow, fast, slow
2: Mm.
0: movement in it and it's very orchestrated so beautifully kind of in overall that it really feels like you can see those elements of that music video techniques in it. Yeah. So you you can see a lot of experience in it, but you can see also that uh, it's their first movie and that they really wanted to do something crazy and epic and kind of fun, you know, because they were saying that with music, well, music video is a very short time, short movie, you know. So you packed a lot of things into one short three, five, what, whatever, three minutes, and if you have a huge movie to make. And and you are going to make you are stuck in it for two years. Then you really have to be into it Mm. in order to keep that energy and that you know that to keep it alive. Yeah. So I think you can see that in the movie that it's so extravagant and so eccentric that it kind of needed to be that in order for them to keep interest in it. you Ah, you mean
1: it's extravagant? Yeah, it's really crazy.
0: It's all. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's what you mean.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah. so, I, well, I immediately embraced that movie, mm. wholly, and I uh, was amazed and so happy that I saw it, from because him. the actors yeah. are great. I really think that uh, Daniel Radcliffe should get, get the Oscar
2: this year. <laughs> yeah, he
1: from was really this,
0: perfect.
1: From this film, yeah, and
0: I... For me, that's I cannot...
1: stupid, if not, he will not get it.
0: For me, I, I cannot imagine anybody else as a dead body in that film. I, I don't know anything
1: Radcliffe. about Daniel. I don't know about Harry Potter anything. anything. You never saw oh, no. Harry Potter? No, never. and uh, <laughs> never read the books. And Daniel Radcliffe, I only see here and there, they talk about him, that he's something special because of this Potter, but I had not seen him before.
0: Wow, that's amazing. But, <laughs> that's your yeah. first Daniel Radcliffe movie.
1: Yeah, I well, I passed it maybe because of my ages. But, uh, and that, Paul Dana I have seen in many many yeah. films, and I'm still waiting, for instance, that you will see this youth. Yeah. The movie yeah, he Youth, where he's yeah. also, and mm-hmm. what you think about him. And, uh, and uh, he was in the War and Peace, in the TV yeah. series.
0: But then, of course, there will be blood, and Little Miss Sunshine, and well, yeah, now I really start to
1: remember. Yeah, now I start to remember him and see him. He has done a long career. So anyway, that both of them great, and Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe should get those Oscar for this year. And the girl, you remember, the woman part, main part, should get the girl from the Korean film zombie film, Train to Busan, yeah. the 80 year old girl or something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. so she should get. The, so that's my bets. This this year, so let's see what happens. <laughs> now <laughs> so. you went
0: totally off 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 the map, you know, like with your uh, um, predictions. Ah, uh, this
1: yeah, this is my <laughs> I'm in my, my. But what was the? But no, well, yeah, you want you want
0: to know? No, I I wanted to ask you like what was the moment because I'm interested in hearing that what was the moment that the movie sold it to you you know like because you said like you were so. So into it and you you really were like ha, enjoying seeing it. Was it like, was it the first, you know, fart moment that really, that because it really happens right in the beginning that he meets yeah. the corpse and there's the fart, the first fart that happens. Was it like on that moment you are really into it? Like this is my movie or did it happen like sometime afterwards? at some um, point. Yeah,
1: I like can tell you. What was the it
0: moment that really showed
1: me the movie. the movie? Yeah. I think the moment that showed me the movie was the opening scene.
0: Oh, on the, the island.
1: Oh, on the island and no hung himself and I knew this is going to be good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is going to be good, this is going to be interesting and I, somehow these Daniels, the Daniels created the uh, atmosphere already from the first moment to the end. It's mm. They have the talent. Wonderful. Wonderful that uh, there's a hope for <laughs> film industry. So, what, what, but uh, then afterwards, you know, mm-hmm. afterwards happened, after I'd seen the movie happened so that I was, um, I was um, listening to some talk about um, films. No, about films. In fact, I was listening to talk about Murnau, mm-hmm. uh, Friedrich, Friedrich Wilhelm Murnau, and his uh, Nosferatu. Yeah. Yeah, it is a great film, which we had no time in our vampires to talk about, yeah. but it's a great film, it's wonderful. And we should never forget Murnau, and nobody will ever forget
2: Murnau. No,
1: of course. So I don't know even how to pronounce his name, but he was born in Germany and died in America. So he made American films, you know. Mm. So, uh, anyway, this is not fair to, but then, you know, then I started to, strangely, when I was listening to more now, I remembered this um, Swiss Army man. Mm. Out of all the movies, came to my mind this Swiss Army man. Yeah. I was li- yeah. When I was listening to Nosfer- Murna's Nosferatu,
2: yeah.
1: a lecture about it. So now, when let's go forget about Nosferatu. We are not in vampires anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: But uh, about Murna, I want to say something. So I I start to think that what the hell, you know, what the hell? When I think about this uh, Swiss Army man, uh, I. It came, came, and I kind of went into uh, my mind in in it, and I I remember that ooh, What I think about when I see when I see Swiss, I remember my mind. I first of all I see nature versus city. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a type who makes a logical conclusion.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So I see nature versus city, and there's a man in the beginning, who has grown up in some place, and uh, now he has come to the Syrian point in his life. It's a matter of life and death. Mm -hmm. So, the nature plays a big part in this whole movie. There is forest, and there is... uh, is even if it's surprisingly near to the city, and the nature involves forest and water, and Mm -hmm. a boat, and a boat, and uh, and a p- perilous um, uh, things, perilous uh, uh, adventures, like catastrophes. And uh, in the course of the events, the man learns who he is and what he needs. This is a great thing. Everybody needs to learn who he is and what he needs. And this draws the movie to us. Uh, I think in uh, with the humor, of course, and you know, far things and things. So, anyway, then it's about this man, this main character, the man. And then the other main actor, who is there, is teaching him important facts of life just by being there, being himself, being there. So beside him, so there is there's a love triangle that is solved in the end. And uh, the ending is what you call serene, sire- serene, serene, a beautiful, wonderful ending and everybody feels good about it. Mm. So this is how uh, I describe this film. Okay. Well, well, if we leave out humor.
0: Yeah.
1: Humor is, uh, we can talk about um, modern, modern uh, things. the the modern addictions to it it um, (coughs) uh, later but you know then I suddenly realized what did I describe here I described Murnau's uh, movie Sunrise Uh have you seen it? no never saw it yeah okay so I tell you shortly that it's an American film he moved to America because of those uh, those perilous times in Germany and so on so he moved to America and he made he made this film in 1927 Mm -hmm. almost 100 years ago 90 years ago he made it Mm -hmm. so it's black and white and it is said that it's the best film ever
2: yeah,
1: it got an Oscar, mm-hmm. the first Oscar as a best film in 1929. Mm. It's the first Oscar ever, and uh, the script is by Carl Mayer, and the actors, wonderful actors. So the same things when when I see a it I then I thought, what what happened here? What happened here? And uh, so it went back to my mind, and I r- thought. About these both films, and the, exactly the same things happen there. <laughs> but there is instead of two women and a man love triangle, there is two men and a woman here in Swiss Army. Mm. Two men and a woman, and the woman is even not there. It's like uh, you know modern things, like mm. something modern. The whole thing is more modern. But and it's a it's not a humorous film. The Sun Rise. Mm. it's a uh, love it's called, uh, anybody would call it a love story, a passionate dramatic love story
0: a romance
1: but, yeah, but I wouldn't it's it's exactly like this with Aviva, that you sit on your seat and you watch this film from
2: 1927
1: mm. uh, 90 years ago you sit and you grip your and you're waiting. You never know what's coming next.
2: <laughs> and there's
1: this nature and the city and the people. How will they turn? And what will they do? And <laughs> and it's very surprising. Mm. It's a wonderful film. It's full of surprises and tension. Yeah. And feeling, multiple feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's not boring or nostalgic or romantic or anything. Yeah. This is Sunrise. It's yeah. about you learn to be yourself, who you are, and and what uh, what kind of people you are living with.
2: Mm-hmm. These
1: are the most important things for us in general. Now,
2: mm-hmm.
1: who who are we and with whom we are living? Yeah, and what we do with that living. Yeah. So that's what this man, the main man character in Sunrise. Finds out, and this is what Hank, in Swiss Army Man, finds out. Completely indifferent, you know. You, you have a zombie in a modern. We yeah, are in modern times. We have a zombie. We have a, we have passed already all that. You no know, island alone and things and and the forest. You find uh, what you find. Those bags are full of uh, fast food. Trash trash, Just yeah, all kind yeah. of trash, he was trash. Eating, eating from those things.
0: he was trying to eat like uh, unprocessed, like, un, like microwave popcorn right on yes, the that's bag it. and stuff I like
1: it. that yeah, and then then he has this cell phone where the woman is mm-hmm. in the cell phone and so on, so this is love triangle but very strange love triangle, here mm-hmm. also But and if you start to, to put it into pieces so this, what I mean is that there is a basic movie understanding here. Ro- more yeah. time already it's done, and yeah. it's never changed. The basics have not changed. You just do it in an original way, in a new way, and mm. fast, the pace is more fast, and it's over, whatever. And you have the feelings.
0: Yeah, I think very well, like, put that. Like, I think this is a... Like next to the being original, it's really for me. It's a an example of our time right now mm. because, like what you said, like Murnau made Sunshine for its time. I think Swiss Sunrise. Army Sunrise. Yeah, no, not Sunshine. Sunrise made mm. for for his time, uh, and Swiss Army Man is really made for our time right now. It's really, I think, very reflective on our culture, our pop culture, and our uh, uh, modern culture, Western culture, and the way we kind of, uh, and how we process also things. Because yeah. like, I th- it's a very, um, when you look at the, the style and the overall uh, um, me- the overall style of the, the Swiss army man, I think I can see so much uh, comparison and parallels to the modern art movements nowadays like the way for, uh, for example underground uh naive art and comic book uh art how they have evolved over the years and also like the modern like cartoons on on tv and youtube and all these kind of things and how how pop culture itself has become more and more extra extra eccentric <laughs> extravagant
1: <Yeah>, eccentric
0: <laughs> yeah and <laughs> how kind of and also how like this underground naive art has also become more and more popular and how more and more people do it like il- uh, the, the way illustrations uh uh are done on in the media and on, on in in general they they've become more and more kind of twisted and strange and like more popped with color and figures and the concepts are more and more like uh, they can be very naive and very stupid sometimes, very. But there is something so kind of um, bold and brutal in in their um, uh, in their in, in their the results. And I think Swiss Army Man really in this way shows like our time. It's made for this time that we are now. And because like uh, what you said, that there's this 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 basic traditional classical story. Uh, going on in the, in the, in the sunrise as well as in the Swiss Army man, but the way Swiss Army man, uh, processes that story is very different, like an mm. original way, because it doesn't have, but, like, yeah. a, it, although there's a kind of acts and stuff like that, but the, the way it, it goes through it is extremely original. Yeah, because it, it doesn't mm. use those same like same things like sunrise like these characters and this basic society like we are in our houses and we, but it it puts a, a living person and a di- dead person together in the forest and they go through these emotions in that way and that's very strange. It's... Yeah,
1: there's this basic thing also that the nature versus city very very much in in that. In yeah, that so. And you don't even notice it. Like, like of course you notice it, but you don't notice that we are on the on the brink brink of uh, the most essential things.
0: Yeah, like that. That's an interesting part for me. So kind of. Um, so what you when you were watching the film, you mm-hmm. kind of. The way you explain now the sunrise and how you explain the Swiss army but that you really notice the contrast between the forest and the society that there's mm-hmm. like the city and nature contrast between them, and you also kind of you pinpoint the, the love triangle uh, within those characters
1: mm, so this, yeah,
0: so these were the elements that you really got out of the movie yeah. like like um that you for you it was about the love triangle between those those two men and the woman
1: no I mean for me it was the man finding himself who he ah, is yeah okay yeah yeah and that is it never changes we are humans and it will never change yes
0: yeah. yeah because why why I asked them how why I, why I started talking about this because um the, the the way I kind of saw the film and what really speak out to me is that anybody can really see it differently. This movie,
2: mm.
0: that in the end, this movie why is so uh, special, and why so um, is that it can it's it's so abstract also in its content that anybody the whole audience kind of it's a very uh, has an individual stand in how the story speaks to them
2: that's and what, the what, greatness
0: what what of they see in yeah. it mm-hmm. and that it doesn't necessarily have to have that basic primitive like the basic um uh classical storyline underneath it but uh, it has something even more primitive about it which is which is what you were saying about the man discovering himself like a person discovering himself uh, and but that is done in such a abstract and surreal way that anybody can kind of draw their own metaphors out of it and and
1: yeah so what what came to me is that when we remember we talked about Danny Boyle uh, once and yeah. last time so he makes films where you are sure to be drawn into a great happening and we are, which is informing you when this is great and this mm-hmm. is great and this is counter and you're drawn into it. I was fooled by the bo- this slumdog millionaire in the beginning. I was totally into it, like riding things, and then mm. I realized that was the first thing. It's mm. really dragging you into em- empty pit, and that's what happens in his films. But this one doesn't. This does it in yeah real. It, this is mm, real.
0: It's kind of like you know, like in in that sense, like Danny Boyle is kind of the it it wants you to make you feel a certain way.
2: Yeah. You know, like sentimental yeah.
0: filmmaking, where now cry, now be happy, and now do this. And Swiss Army Man kind of makes, like, well, how do you feel about it? Like, like instead of the film telling you how to feel, it makes you tell how you feel about it.
1: Yeah, and it's then... like, your reaction
0: is extremely <laughs> important to Swiss Army Man. Yeah,
1: so this Danny Boyle is doing it like telling you what like you said, all that, what to feel. But he doesn't even do it so honestly. What is great in in Steven Spielberg is Mm -hmm. that he's doing it honestly. He's telling us straight, barely open that now people, this (laughs) is sugary.
2: (laughs) But Danny Boyle Uh is
1: trying to hide it. Mm. That I don't like. I like true things. And this Swissman is a true thing, even if it's completely absurd. So now I come to a point. I would like to say here one point, Mm -hmm. which is uh, really comes to this relevant to this, and it's for me interesting, is that uh, in this course of that um, more now business, Mm -hmm. uh, there there was mentioned uh, Hitchcock's article. Mm-hmm. In, from 1950s, Hitch, Hitchcock said in 1950s about uh, article about the refrigerator people, and mm-hmm. we are talking about 1950s. You know, this mm-hmm. is uh, what? How much is it? Uh, 60, 70 years ago, or whatever. So
0: you mean so, like when free refrigerators came? Uh,
1: like no, uh, just I don't into know. Maybe, or, yeah, maybe you the time refrigerator. <laughs> 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 but the title was Refrigerator People, that he meant that the studios have gone into such way of making films at that time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that they just want to make, like factory movies with money, and they give, so they they started to make contracts with the directors and all the business actors and so on. So, giving the director two days before the film the script and say here you go, and there's no changes, and the actors can't uh, even go Mm. to think about it or anything. And so it went into, Hitchcock said it's meant into consumerism, that no more individuals who are ready to, that, that he was so sad that there are no more individuals who are ready to receive things. That the only people who want to consume and destroy what they want to consume. And mm-hmm. this was in 1950s, no? Mm-hmm. It's, so this, the Daniels are breaking from this. And all those who are making these individual movies, indies and so the, the indies started then and so on, you know, to make it. You know.
2: yeah, so
1: they, they are breaking through it and keeping up the good work, you know, of the, the movies and not going into that. Terrible business of uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's still going on there, you know. Yeah, and everybody's
0: everybody's complaining about Hollywood not having original ideas, mm-hmm. and the Daniels are really like showing that. Well, here is an original idea, and nobody mm-hmm. would never make this movie. It's a stupid premise, it's mm-hmm. a stupid idea, but they had the courage to really. To, to do it. they have their
1: own it. vision in, mm. in that uh, the studio bosses they didn't give any lease to the, the, the to the directors to give to put their own vision into things they tied them up. so these ones and there are others we know that there are others who don't go with that yeah and for different reasons. Mm. Maybe they are influential, or they are just get money from somewhere else, like Woody Allen, or then, or, West, or then they, there are Wes Andersons and there are mm. people who are individual and mm. never will sell themselves. I don't believe they would sell themselves. They, they would find out. <laughs> so, so this is what is great about this.
0: Yeah. Well like i said earlier the, the what for me was so ex- extraordinary about this film is that it's really open to the audience to perceive it the way they want to have it the way kind of it evokes the viewer to feel um something personal of their own mm. you know because it, it, in a way every any kind of art piece and any any movie or any book does that but um even more than kind of, I think Swiss Army Man has a kind of a level more conscious decision to do, to to kind of achieve that effect. Is because I think the way it's kind of the the, the juvenile and the naive uh, humor of it, how it portrays it, it's kind of really important part of the movie. That it it to me when I when I the how how I see it is that that. The, the weirdness of it is the important aspect of it. That it's oh, not something, okay. that it's not something traditional. It's not, not it's not, mm. not a sunrise, you know, that it's not something that you can just digest easily and okay, that's, that was nice and I learned something out of it. But it's, and, and not, not also that it's a provocation, provocational movie, but that you just like, that because Anybody who sees it, I I can imagine that they just feel kind of weird at first, weird about the idea, weird about this and that, and then when they see it, they build up to it, and they or, or they don't, you know, it's it's any way you want, but it's very much about that weirdness and that kind of certain awkwardness, and because it's all about those farts, you know, not not all about, but they are an extremely important metaphor within the movie the way the farts are played out. Mm-hmm. And, um, for example, uh, to, to kind of understand the, 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 the level of importance of the farts in the movies, that the, the, the directors, when they pitched the idea to Paul Dano, uh, Paul Dano said that, they, that the directors uh, pitched it in one sentence, which was that we want to make a movie, where the first fart makes you laugh and the last fart makes you cry. Mm-hmm. And then Baldino was like all over it. Like this is okay, I have to see this film through. And this this really signi- it's um explains like a lot about the farts and about the why it has that juvenile humor, you know, why it has you know, boners and stuff like that. Really weird stuff it's because it's the way I saw it is that there is um, social awkwardness related to farts. You know, they are, they speak about it throughout yeah. the movie. Like they they speak about why why cannot like because the the corpse cannot help it. It's just natural to the corpse to do that. It yeah. that's what it, it it just happens. You know, You cannot do it, and eventually it saves. Uh, Hank's life, you know, it, it enables Hank to survive through the wilderness and everything. But to Hank, who is a living person, it's an awkward thing. And to him to make a fart, it's like, as in our society, it's like something, uh, to be ashamed of. Mm. You know? We cannot fart with each other. Fart doesn't save another person's life, you know? It's more like you have to be sorry about that. That yeah. your body just did that, you know? So I think the movie speaks a lot about this contrast. It's about... That's
1: very young, uh, young. it's a fresh, fresh, you know, fresh yeah, young yeah. thing to, you mean, to you bring mean, it up.
0: Well, yeah, well, it's, it's. I but, you know, in, that's what I meant about that the movie is a, is a, is a reflection of its time. You mm. know, this is how we process nowadays, yeah, no, this kind mm. of... But, that these elements are timeless, I think. It's all about society and about what is appropriate and inappropriate in society. Mm. What is it it to be lonely amongst others, lonely in a society? What is it about feeling isolation from society? And about shame and about... Mm. um, Yeah, and, and, and mainly also really a lot about shame that you do something wrong that you shouldn't do and that you feel like the society or others kind of exclude you out of it, you know, because um Hank is not the perfect guy. You know, he, you know, I don't think like the Daniels really mean to make you sympathize with him so much, you know, like, of course you are sympathized with their friendship, but you don't, you, it's not justified all the things that Hank does, you know, it's, th- I don't think that's not the point, it's not the point that he's the good guy, you know, the point is that you really kind of understand kind of their, their, where they stand, you know, like, who they are, and You,
1: you can identify with Hank
0: Yeah, and, and, but, and that's the thing, you can identify in so many different levels, like if it's not just with farts, but, you know or if it's just with farts, you
1: know. Or the loneliness or anything.
0: Yeah, and I think that's very important. And and the uh, and this was for me because for me I I was very shy and very awkward when I was young. And this is the this is the way I familiarized with with, with the characters that I could understand really much that isolation and that loneliness and that the strange feeling of not really understanding how to belong or how to behave properly. Because I had this thing when I was young that... Um, and I, re- I remember it very clearly that... Because for me it was very hard to make friends or kind of connect and to kind of interact with people, you know, in groups. And especially with girls, it was very hard for me to... You know, how how to, how to even go to the next level of, you know, outside of your own gender. That I, I really, I really remember thinking that there must be somewhere existing a book that everybody knows and everybody has and it's like an invisible book that everybody knows exists. That this is the book, you know, that is called like the rules of social interaction. The, the 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 guidebook to how to behave because everybody seemed to understand that in school you know especially like okay this is how you go about and this is how you talk and you mm-hmm. have to stand there at that moment and and I, I was always bewildered about this and I was always just confused about because people started laughing at me or started like calling me out or and I just felt kind of weird and kind of like why is this weird, you know, that I did this. And I always was so confused that why don't I understand those, those social norms, you know, that mm. to be like normal than others and to, because to me it, it's not strange, you know. Mm. And I feel like I saw this very clearly in the movie and it's because I, it really could sp- Kind of that it could reach into me and grab that very personal element from my life. And the way I have been hearing other people talk about the movie, I always see that that they have all kind of different perspectives to it. Like I have, I have read and heard how some, uh, for example, some people have compared it to coming out of the closet. Mm. That is actually about uh, somebody um, becoming okay with their uh, sexuality, uh, mm. and, and I also read a theory about how it can be representative of uh, disabled people.
2: Mm. You
0: know how how in the movie, like how in in life, when if we give if we um, give all the support and love and attention to disabled people. We can give them the right, the, all the opportunities in life, and we can give them the abilities that they have inside them, you know, to fully express themselves and to do some things. But if we oppress them and we shut them down, they become like, you know, a dead corpse that just, you know, you know, metaphorically is limp. You know, is that just cannot do anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is how different people see this movie. You know, they can really pick out the right elements. Of, of, of the right pattern of, of things and really kind of make it their own story. And in the end, I think in overall, it's all about kind of that the Swiss army man is kind of, you know, a friend. It's kind mm. of somebody who we have in our life, who enables us to be fully ourselves. Yeah. To give us to, because the way Hank because Many the corpse, is kind of a corpse in reality, but it only becomes enabled. You know, it it, it it starts to have these superpowers, these weird abilities, only when Hank starts to interact with it and gives him the opportunity to express itself. Mm. And then the body kind of becomes more alive, in a way.
1: Yeah, you know. it is, it is a, in fact, also a movie about society, about... Yeah. Exactly. about the society you know here comes one of the old things maybe to you <laughs> again know that um who was it it was a it was a poet um a poet who wrote uh, this poem about who to whom the bell tolls and um uh, this uh, Hemingway, Ernst Hemingway, took it to, to as a name of his book. To whom do the bells toll? Mm-hmm. When you know, when they said in the old times, at least it was very common that the church bells are ringing and somebody's dead. The church bells are tolling. Yeah. No? So to whom the people can ask? To whom do those bells toll? Mm-hmm. So in the poem, this Don says that. Um, That it it talks to you, Mm. because whoever is dead, is also you. Mm -hmm. This is what this this Swiss Army Man is about. It's about the society. We are all Mm -hmm. those. And what you just described about the enabled, disabled, or or, no, that you help. So we are together here.
0: Yeah, exactly. And
1: when when anyone dies, you also die. Mm. <laughs> Part of you dies, and to whom do the best talk? It's wonderful, mm. when you think how he, this poet, he made this uh, in a short thing. But now to go into more light things, <laughs> 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 no more light things is that. What is a? You know I'm very happy about this is the all all these new talents which come and make movies. Which are new and fresh and, and young and modern. And anyway, not to forget about the old. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very interested in this Hungarian film called Lisa the Fox Fairy.
2: Ah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm very interested I haven't been able to see it, but I have to see it. I want a, to yeah, see it. Yeah, we're
0: also very strange.
2: Um, it, premise yeah,
1: the movie, very. It's kind. Of, it's like it has the same style in it that uh, the director has taken a subject, absurd, just absurd thing, and made it unbelievable. This bizarre man, I. It's a believable story. Very strangely that you have a dead man. There. Well, yeah. <laughs> and you you believe it. I believed it all all through. <laughs> it's you go with it. So. So, and, and uh, you are okay to go. With. So this list the fox fairy, it's an, um, of course, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen it, so I can't say if it's good or bad or whatever, but I think it's very interesting that it's, uh, it happens, I think, in Hungary. A woman is, is a home housekeeper for a diplomatic woman who was, uh, and learns their Japanese because of that. She, she learns Japanese and reads a book where she she starts to be in love with the dead dead also a dead pop star Japanese pop star and only she sees him and she's in love with him and so anytime she starts to go with other men this this uh, Japanese uh, ghost kills those men Mm. And uh, so she starts to think that she's a fox fairy who, ki- who be k- who's killing everybody around
0: her. It's uh, like a mythological Japanese creature, like uh, uh, kind of yeah, a cursed cursed woman who uh, who whose the men relations are doomed to be killed.
1: I think she's more, more in a dreamy thing, like yeah, so something like that, a dreamy mythological uh, fox fairy. So it's kind of a nice. Thing, but killing. <laughs> so demon. It's a kind of a demon. So, and you know that Japanese have this fox fairy, fox god. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. it's a mythological yeah, so, yeah, character. so I always have been interested in that, and it's quite strange for me. So, you no, know, you know that this fox fairy. It sounds like a fox. No, fox fairy. But yeah. when you th- think about in Finnish, when you say kettumainen Kettu, foxy's Ketu like in finnish and foxy when you when you start foxy. to make what
0: foxy like uh, yeah
1: yeah but foxy isn't foxy something uh, something clever but mm. in a kind of uh, uh, lightweight clever like foxy foxy but <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the finnish but, one is also <laughs>
1: but in ilu. Kettuilu is a verb in Finnish. You can be taken out of kettu. That's a fox. Ah, yeah. You make. You are foxing. If you are foxing, you are kettu kettuilla. Yeah, get so it's, it's
0: kind of more like a prankster kind of, it, kind of something more. Um, yeah.
1: I, I think know. it is no, no. Now you don't maybe <laughs> understand me because I, I think that kettuilu for me is. Um, Something mean. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, something, something mean, negative. it's there's something There's a negative nasty. connotation to it, yeah.
1: Yeah, and they, mm. in the, that other cultures, they have another. It comes different in every culture, maybe this. it is. Yeah. Folks has these connotations of different cultures.
0: We yeah have it then, Yeah, we we, we feel it like it, the cat the, the fox is kind of uh, mean and he finds ways to kind of trick, you know, that
1: trick he gets out me. of the
0: thing, you know, he's not he's not, not nice. uh, yeah, he's he's kind of uh he's a sli- sli- little bit sl- slidy with with his things, you know, like he, yeah,
1: slide you, you cannot trust really a fox yeah yep. so I'm really interested to see this film what is all about really, in Hungarian way foxing <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and okay. then the Japanese into and where did they take this Japanese thing so uh, yep. so anyway now this week there came in theaters in Finland this a Finnish film called Samurai. Rauhni yeah. and that's so an absurd. Couple. Even the name tells you that. What the hell is this? Yeah. It's somebody from Pori. It's a town, town <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> in Finland. By the seaside, there's a little town called Pori, and it happens there. And it's people are—they take it. They take. The director and the actors they take it completely uh, serious. They're in it seriously, and that's that's what makes these go- films yeah. good.
0: I heard that the they, director they, plays the main character. Or yeah,
1: something. and they're dressed in Japanese and uh, I, Japanese I just, characters, and I saw, the, I saw
0: like a picture of the main character full in blood, or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah kind of they, crazy. Yeah, it's
1: crazy, and there's a Finnish characteristics of uh, all kinds of terrible things there and but and the japanese and they go completely straight way there and they never slip to the side and that makes a film i think successful it can be a good one even if they don't give it this many stars also the lizard the fox fairy if they keep the line yeah like, like Swiss Army Man, it kept the line from the beginning to the end. They, have they, to be, never, yeah. gave, ne, they never laughed at themselves in that
0: film. Um, yeah, they have to be sincere.
1: They sincere. Have to be
0: Yeah, they have to have the heart. In the believe until
1: really, the end
0: yeah. that
1: uh, there is this corpse who is farting, and that's it. Yeah. And, and we and, believe it.
0: Yeah, and that's the beauty of Swiss Army that until the, the, the really last... And you know, image just before the end credits, it's full-hearted. You know, yeah. they believe in that corpse, and, and, and by the end, laugh. we also believe in that corpse.
1: Yeah, they don't laugh because it's a serious thing. All that's a matter of life and death here, and so <laughs> so all this this really hopeful for the movie industry. I think all these funny new films, which are maybe made with light budget, who knows what, but good. Good heart and good actors and and yeah the, meaningful
0: the Swiss army man was made with a very small budget I, I understood they, yeah, the
1: they forest didn't, they didn't is have
0: cheap they didn't have a lot of money and a lot of time <laughs> so they did it very fast very you know like sprinted and they and the, how they described the whole filmmaking is that they they just went out to the woods with the crew and they just kind of had fun you know in the in the forest they just you know they were all there, and they with the with the with the equipment and they just you know made the movie and they you know there is this amazing production design also with this kind of handcrafted
2: yeah, yeah uh, okay. element,
0: so that was also like a special crew that that just kind of did it you know together and they just find all the all the stuff in the forest and they just mm-hmm.
1: you know build everything
0: lot, up lot you know very there. natural, yeah.
1: Yeah, they found a forest which is just a rubbish forest, like, uh, you
0: know, very cheap, cheap, cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they said it themselves, like, they, they went to the forest and then they started seeing a lot of this trash and they were, like, really surprised that that this is how humans are, that, you know, we That's we also, go to beautiful yeah. places and then we just leave plastic bottles mm-hmm. around and that they were kind of taken back, you know, by that. And That's I like it that they a, they incorporated yeah. it because... Also, the trash element is a very important element in the movie. You know, that mm-hmm. it, it also reflects to the characters themselves feeling kind of like trash, you know, that are kind of dumped into the nature or something.
1: And the statement of the state of the uh, consumerism. and yeah. All that. So I'm, I'm really happy about these little uh, films. I'm excited to see them and mm. what, what will come. Out of the, all this, you don't have to have the gra- greatest budget in the world. So I hope that these people keep up this way and don't be so twinned <laughs> themselves to the industry.
0: Yeah, this is really an example for any filmmaker, and and, and in that sense, like for, for the, the way I see, it, like there is some people who and some filmmakers who also criticize of you know people just. Starting to make movies, you know, themselves that it's kind of the diminishing of filmmaking in a way that, you know, anybody can make a movie these days and that there's no real quality anymore, you know, in, in a lot of those things that, uh, come up. But to me, it's really about more like freedom, you know, the, more the possibilities and the, the opportunities of that anybody can make films, like anybody who has a phone. Can just start a video recording and just filming a scene, you know, like,
2: mm. and
0: and you can do so much with just very basic restrictions, you know, what you can do, and this this kind of film when you see this kind of films and uh, that is like Swiss Army Man, then they really inspire you to make your own movie mm. because they show you that you know any idea is you know in the end. Uh, opportunity, you know. It's a challenge, and it's a restriction. And restriction itself, the the way I feel it, it it enables creativity.
1: I think know? that the the real uh, movie lovers, directors, know who are really those. They they wouldn't. Uh, they would like this to see mm-hmm. this, like Ingmar Bergman, who is, who's who's yeah. Next next year, hundred years from his birth, he would. You know, he would really like, like yeah, that. Yeah. I, I and, think
0: about Ingmar Verim, I really think he would have a VHS copy of Swiss Army on his library and he would, he would watch it and
1: every, he would like it. Yeah, e- every one of those great ones who is like 3-4, he would yeah. be excited about this. Oh, I don't know about Godard. <laughs> <laughs> I, know.
0: I, I think Godard could I, have, could I have also made his own Swiss Yeah,
1: army also, but he was so into himself that he was well, so... Anyway, Woody Allen, and so... You know, all those who are...
0: Yeah, it would be interesting to hear how, like, Martin sources or Woody Allen or any any of these... Yeah, Martin How they thought says, about the Swiss uh, army man. You
1: know, yeah, well, I'm sure, I'm really 100% sure that they would like it. And Jafar ja- Panahi, this Iranian, <laughs> and so on. So, those who or, really
0: are... Or Michaela Haneke.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. We have, you have to talk about this Haneke still because he's a serious guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Bergman was a serious
0: guy. Yeah, but Bergman yeah, but... liked liked all kind of movies. Like we yeah. we know this for a fact. He had he had all kind of VHS movies from yeah. just the most most juvenile Hollywood movies, and he yeah. liked watching them. So we know I, that he yeah he
1: that's liked. great, that's really yeah. great. But but all the movie lovers, the directors in the world. But really yeah uh, yeah. But that's but what we'll but,
0: do. but for the end, like I really mm-hmm. want to kind of. Um, I think we talked quite a lot about this Swiss Army Man. F- for our, for uh, limits of time that we had, but I want to kind of shout out to all the Swiss Army Men in the world, and that we all that 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 we in the end the way I. Because afterwards when I, when I watched the movie, I was so kind of heartfelt, you know, I felt so warm about these characters and this, this film. And afterwards, whenever I think about it, I just smile. It just makes me happy, this movie. And it's really because of the friendship, the, the how they portray that and the, the way friends and people are able to, how they are able to give each other something. And how they are able to support each other, and how they are able to um yeah, like I said earlier, how they are enabling you know each other to be fully themselves, you know that you in the end you have to trust yourself that you 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 have your strength, and that you just have to trust it that you know you are you know perfect for yourself in a way you know that you are not strange in the end, you know you are don't be ashamed of yourself. Um and and just to fully embrace you and that you know is the Swiss Army Man in a way it's like a friend and um that's something for me really uh, amazing to think about and re- mm. it makes me really happy that you know to think that if we have somebody like that in our life
1: yeah yeah that's a great thing really so. I I just want to say to the end that I think this name of the movie is ingenious, <laughs> just ingenious. It's wonderful. So I, of course, I would give it. I gave it already five stars.
0: Oh ah, yeah, straight
1: away. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a
1: classic. It will stay.
0: Yeah, and and for me. Why I I was very surprised of the movie and I was really surprised also of my reaction and because of that also I I, I saw it and then I thought like I have to give it ten out of ten. It's, it's a perfect movie. It's just it's not really necessarily my style. You know I still don't like body language, body humor, um, and this it's it's this juvenile uh, style I don't like. So much like, unless it's like made good. And in this film, I did, I thought it was just, um, it was so necessary that it was this way. And I felt like that it was perfect for itself. You know, it needed to be this way in order to work so well. And I'm, I gave it just, you know, and all this put my value of it even higher. And the final point is that it was able to surprise me so much. It was able to, really kind of uh change my uh perception into what this kind of film can be and what this kind of concepts can be, and that it put it make can make you be more open minded you know in the end so it mm-hmm. it's a movie that can really change somebody you know uh in that sense right? yeah I, I think there's so much power in that movie so
1: yeah just so in this Happy feelings. We say goodbye to everyone and thank you.
0: Yeah, thanks to all the listeners and see you next time.
1: Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. PC Movie Club was hosted and produced by me, Aaron Belz, together with my mother, Lisa. To learn more about our episodes, you can go to pcmovieclub.com and look up more content about our podcast like for example a detailed timeline discussed in its episodes and a summarized list for other movies we mentioned, in case something got your ear but you missed the title. Not to forget, of course, our amazing unique cover illustrations for every podcast done by either me or my mother. The music used in the opening theme and now in the background was done by Javier Suarez, who offers original music to be used in all kind of audiovisual projects under the Creative Commons license. Find out more at his website betterwithmusic.com. Also, it would be super awesome if you would take some time to rate us on iTunes. And thanks again for listening.